gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm gay-ish. Hello everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. The podcast that isn't gay, but its dick sure is. <laughs> It's true. It does so many gay things. So gay. We have conversations about this every night, but it won't stop. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And happy 50th anniversary happy, episode. Happy semi-centennial episode. Pentagonographic decahedronolical? 50. 50. <laughs> it's 50. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we're doing a q a episode y'all send in a bunch of it uh i was gonna say exciting questions i guess some are exciting some are sad some are interesting some are sexy so i'm excited to talk about them but first but first uh any corrections um we said on the last episode that i'm cute mm. i'm actually beautiful mm -hmm. so if you just want to get that right next time that yeah i'd appreciate it okay word to the wise everybody mm -hmm. out there mm-hmm I also accept stunning. Uh, so I actually wanted to briefly touch on this article that I found because Valentine's Day is coming up here in a couple of ah, weeks. Fuck me and the sadness. Right. What What are we going to do for Valentine's Day, Kyle? Are you going to hold each other and cry while we eat ice cream? Yeah, with our dogs, like sandwiching us into it, our sadness. Oh, real sad. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I've actually seen this before. I think it comes up. It came up last year for sure, but in the rotation of things. Um, oh, read the fucking date on the article, Mike. It says February 10th, 2015. So like, <laughs> this is old school Valentine shit. Yeah. But the title of the article is you can actually give your Valentine a chocolate mold of your butthole. So if you're still looking for a gift to give this Valentine's Day, you can get a chocolate mold of your butthole made and sent to your loved one for just $38.95. Okay, first of all, yeah. that's a steal. <laughs> right. Second of all, though, but like, this isn't, I'm, cho okay, uh, you, you're just, it's, when you. <laughs> you say words. This is a podcast, Kyle, you have to keep talking. <laughs> I have, but chocolate and butts and like, you don't usually, that's not usually a good mixture of ideas, like mentally, like chocolate is delicious. Yeah. Butts can be too, but like. The imagery of mixing them is typically something you avoid. Yep. It should be like a like a, a Swiffer mold of your butt. Yeah. Or like a, a like a douche that's custom shaped to your anus. F Febreze. Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like your butt. Nope. Nope. That's a rejected nope. idea. Here, here, here's a finished result of one. <sighs> yeah, that... Looks like an orange that went bad and then <laughs> imploded in on itself. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a, I don't know. It looks like a like a rock formation on Mars or something. Yeah. Um, it also it also if you have nineteen hundred dollars, it comes in bronze. If you want to give your loved one a bronzed mold of your anus, is that so? That's like you don't eat the bronze. No, 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 don't. <laughs> that's, so just, that's for looking at. What? I just, I have, it's, I don't understand. Like, I want people to do what they want to do. Yeah. But like, and I like support butts, but they're just, no one's anus. I'm never like, like, you know, crack open a butt. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm never like, oh, this is 
gorgeous. Like, yeah, I want this sitting atop my mantle. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or on a ring, <laughs> <laughs> make a butthole ring. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Do you think people ever fuck the chocolate? I don't. I, how could you? I don't think. Little known fact: buttholes are stretchier than chocolate. But but buttholes are less melty. That's true. <laughs> Someone buy one of these. We're just gonna have to try it. it. Yeah, I we're guess that, that's is this what we're doing on Valentine's. No, nope, we're nope, not. we're not. You can find another friend. <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> anyway, anyway, chocolate molds up your butthole for Valentine's Day. Don't do it. Go for it, kids. Don't go for it. Um. <laughs> so, do you want to get to our first question? Let's get to our questions. Our questions. Questions? Questions. I have questions. Questions. I have answers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So actually, we had lots of people write in a similar question, but uh, we we chose um, the wording of Fernando from LA, who said, for your next episode, I'd like you to touch on why so many gay guys are okay with open relationships and how to control the jealousy that comes along with it. Yeah. I feel like both now and in general, open relationships are a topic that... Uh, are most requested. Yeah. Um, so we'll probably do a, a separate episode on open relationships, but I've never been in an open relationship. So I've always thought of myself like very supportive of people that do have open relationships. And I think a big thing that people don't realize is um, I feel like open relationships a lot like being bi, like sometimes it's the stepping stone to breaking up. Just mm. like sometimes bi is the stepping stone to feeling comfortable being gay. But other times it's just the thing you are and the thing you're doing like yeah open relationship does not mean you're breaking up it could mean that you want to have an open relationship and a healthy happy open relationship yep i think um i think it's like having kids they say never expect that having kids is going to solve any problems mm. right so like if there's something lacking in your relationship and you think that opening it up is going to fix it I think that you're misguided. But what if, if what's lacking is ten gentlemen's <laughs> penises? Well, then it might fix that one. It might fix that one. But <laughs> but 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 the point is, like, if if you're if you're if you're struggling, if your relationship is struggling, has issues, it, like it's unlikely that something like that is going to fix that problem. I don't know. What if like someone realizes that monogamy just isn't for them, and opening it up helps them realize that. It, but it's yeah there are problems with your relationship like your communication or you know how you're working together or your interests or you don't have any interests or like yeah i know what you mean yep and we'll talk about we're going to have an open relationships episode and then i'll i'll talk all about my experience with that and you'll have to look forward to that because i don't really want to talk about it right now cool <laughs> um, and I will sit quietly because I've never done that. Although I feel like I am getting more and more open to the idea of open relationships. Really? Yeah. Um, I think it's just like what happened. Because to... you're a whore. Well, partly. <laughs> and I can't imagine being not as much of a whore. Um, although less STDs sounds ideal. Um, but yeah, I think it depends on the person. Like some, it's not about what I want. Overall, it's about like for this person, I could see it would be right. For that person, it wouldn't be right. Yeah. Well, and and uh, part of Fernando's question here is how to control the jealousy that comes along with it. I think my philosophy, jealousy is never good. There are people who are very possessive, and I don't think that that's good. I don't think it's good. You can't control your person. You can't. You don't own them. Like it 
can and should be a mutually agreed upon relationship that you are in. And they should be with you because they want to be with you, not because you've eliminated other options. Right. Mm. Um, but, but I think that those people that do have jealous feelings that have that sort of possessiveness about them, you can't control it. Like that feeling is there. You're maybe trying to minimize it or hide it or disarm it, but I, I don't think you can control it. You can't stop feelings. Um, you've just got to be open and honest and communicative about it and work through it. I feel like every open relationship needs like a three-month trial period, if that's what you're really doing. Oh. See how it works. Again, this is from my deep background of never having done this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It could help. Like we're going to do three month open relationship, see how we feel. Cause you may not know that you're going to have those jealous feelings until after you do it. And then you both agree that you're going to close it up for another three months afterwards. I'm talking about both your relationship and your buttholes. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then, uh, talk about how it makes you feel. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like talking about it, that's probably going to be the answer to all of these. Just talk about it. Just talk about it. Just talk, start a podcast and talk about it. Open your mouth. Open your mouth and close your butt. And <laughs> it's the key. <laughs> oh, man. If those were the two options, I would be a mute. Okay. The next question. Yeah. Uh, this has been a long time waiting in the wings. Uh, so Doug Ankoviak, our favorite fag stag, texted when we put the wrong number up. What is a fuck boy? So whoever he sent that to didn't answer him. So... Now it's time for us to answer it. What is a fuckboy? What is a fuckboy? I don't know. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Like, I, I've heard, I've heard uh, uh, people of a certain age use that word a lot. And yeah. that age is baby young. <laughs> um, but uh, they just mean a person of questionable scruples. That is the most sophisticated definition <laughs> for a phrase that contains the word fuck in it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, do you know that's what it means? Or are you guessing? I'm guessing. I, yeah, I thought it was like a boy you fuck, but it's not that. Yeah, it's a uh, guy who is like, I think it's someone I'm into, like basically, like kind of douchey, shady character, uh, someone you like don't want to get into. Uh, the top definition on Urban Dictionary of fuckboy is a person who is a weak-ass pussy that ain't about shit. <laughs> Using a sentence, look at that weak-ass fuckboy. Oh, well, you're... So basically you're saying a weak-ass, weak-ass pussy. Yeah. Like, yep. that's a poor, poor sentence. Urban Dictionary, I expect more out of you. Um, so fuckboy has a lot of definitions. This is an article on Slate. And um, they say that a fuckboy is a young man who sleeps with women without any intention of having a relationship with them or perhaps even walking them to the door post-sex. He's a womanizer, an especially callous one, as well as kind of a loser. I want him. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> this is the, like, most researched definition of this <laughs> question. Um, yeah, who knew we're going to be that educated and quote articles and stuff? Well, yeah. Question three? Question three. Did we answer fuckboy yeah. properly? Yeah. Enough? Yeah. All right. Okay. So this one is a word problem. Okay. My favorite. Which that's why you're going to answer it because it has math. Yep. I'm actually really good at math. 
you wouldn't know it by the way I do math, but <laughs> I was like really good at calculus. Anyway, I'm ready. If two gay trains leave the West Hollywood, traveling at 69 miles per hour, high on poppers and crystal, with gay train A being a power bottom with a box of condoms, and train B being a submissive top daddy with a tube of Crisco, how many cocks are being sucked in the caboose of the gay trains A and B combined? Okay, I'm going to make some assumptions. I'm going to say zero. Why? Because there are no cocks in the caboose. <laughs> or is that the only place they go? <laughs> Okay, your, your answer, your response. I So I'm going to assume when you say gay train that you mean a train of fucking dudes. Oh, okay. You know, like... Dick, Going 69 miles an hour? That's a euphemism uh, for they're also getting blowjobs. I don't know how 69 works while you're in a fuck train. Like a gay centipede. <laughs> The, the gay <laughs> my god can we make the gay version <laughs> of the human centipede of the human the gay human centipede <laughs> we have to now. and they're just like licking their balls and loving it like they survive for years and years just living on that ball sweat um <laughs> jesus um i'm gonna go with the gay fuck train again i'm assuming uh with i think it's train a that is all the submissive bottoms well, it says gay train A oh, power bottom. is a power bottom with, yeah. with a box of condoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one, power bottom, throwing those condoms out, no need. That's going to give it some propellant, you know, it push it forward like uh, when you're in space. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But then they're going to soon run out of steam because like the power bottoms are all just trying to like sit on each other. And it's going to just be like a, a big pile of like butt first dog pile like watching a bunch of earthworms fuck <laughs> just a squirrely jiggly eely mass of slimy weirdness no one knows what's up or down um <laughs> see i think a submissive daddy i think they may get into like daddies know like okay we gotta tr we gotta trade off we gotta take turns even the most submissive of daddies because like daddies can be part dumb part submissive so they're gonna get the fuck train right mm, okay Okay. They're going to lock it in. Yeah. Lock it and load it. Yeah. And their daddies get shit done. They're yeah. going to power through. Yeah. They're going to make chocolate copies of each other's ani on the way. <laughs> There'll be gifts. You said ani. <laughs> Is that what? I don't know. And I Anacesses. think. Anuses. Anuses. Andre Anusy. Um, <laughs> And I think they're going to get there first. Okay. Does that. Is that mitigated by the fact that they have a tub of Crisco? Because I think that makes it slippery and harder to move. Oh, you think just daddy's like in a jello fight, just slide, like that kind of like just slipping and sliding. Like Crisco wrestling. Yeah, like a cartoon trying to run away from yeah. something and it's not really going, its feet are just spinning around. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Maybe the bottoms will throw them some condoms and they can layer <laughs> the ground. They're like, we're not using these. And they're like, we know, we fucked you before. And then they like layer condoms on the ground to get going. The question is, how many cocks are being sucked in the caboose of the gay trains A and B combined? Oh, four. Great. Next question. <laughs> we pretty much we pretty much answered all of that, right? I think so. All right. Um, <laughs> next. Oh, that was from uh, JV, who is our Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde, who we did uh, his podcast uh, so in the mix. Yeah, we did it hard. We did it real good from <laughs> afar. Uh, 
This is from our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash KH podcast. And uh, it's from Michael. And Michael said, not you, Mike. It's from a... I'm, I'm used to having people with my name. Yeah, your name is so unoriginal. Yeah. Did you know that? Thanks. Yeah. Yep. No I work Actually, with... both of my names are in the top 10 most common. Oh, yeah. It's so annoying. Um, yeah. Try going to the airport. <laughs> There's um, a Mike Johnson that fucks it up for all the rest of us every once in a while, and we're on the no-fly no zone and get, have to get like <laughs> anally penetrated to get on a plane, which I'm good with that part. It's just sometimes you're running late. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you don't got time for that shit. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Michael says, Mike mentioned in another episode that he was struggling with his age. You said that in like half our episodes. Um, yeah. that, <laughs> that resonated with me. I feel like I could be going through something similar. Could you go into a little more depth and how is that struggle manifesting? Ooh, yep. you want to jump right into the deep end, Michael. Thank Ooh. you. We needed this. Yeah. Mike, let's get sad. Let's, yep. let's, we were too happy. It's our first just heart fisting <laughs> question. <laughs> Um, fist you right in the feels. <laughs> so, um, the, 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 so go into a little more depth and how is that struggle manifesting? So I, I think two marriages, I've spent 15 years of my life on two people. And so it, I think is natural for me to look at I'm 39 without those two people, I'd be 24 <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and look at all of that as lost time or lost opportunity or, um, like time doesn't go backwards, man. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a one way trip. And, uh, so some of that is just like regret that is coming out weird hmm. or, um, wistfulness. I don't, I don't know what the right word is, but, um, I, I, but I also think I forget how old I am sometimes. And hmm. it, it, it always surprises me and then makes me have weird feelings. I don't understand. Like for instance, hook up with this guy recently uh and i was like i figured that he was way older than me and no i got him beat by like five years <laughs> and i don't know part of it is like i don't think that he's i think i'm aging pretty well and i don't think that he is necessarily <laughs> burn well, <laughs> but um I definitely will look at somebody and go like, oh, we're about the same age. No, they are 30. Oh. Like, <laughs> um, that happens a lot. Are you still 30 in your head? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, you're still 30 in mannerisms. and Great. How you, um, <laughs> yeah, but like. Man, I drink. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Um, a lot of people go through that same feeling of like, where did my time go? But then when you're gay, it is expounded by the fact that you have everything is even later for you. So I think, um, compounded by gay culture being so youth obsessed. Yeah, that's true. Do you want to, do you want to move on? We actually, we should do a full episode on age as well. Cause people have, uh, listened and given us feedback that we're weird about age. Weird. How? No, I'll have to go back and read it. Do we talk about it too much? That... No, just weird about it. Okay. We'll have to look back at what they said. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of work. Okay. <laughs> uh, next question. Hi, Mike and Kyle. Thank you for the podcast. Your podcast changed my life, and that is not an understatement. Please keep doing what you're doing and know that there's a whole community out there rooting for your success and happiness. Oh. I'd like to know how many gays out there desire to have biological children. Do you personally want biological children? I do, and I think deep down I've always known I've wanted children who share my DNA. 
My gut instinct is that the majority of my friends do too, but it feels like they almost suppress the urge or even deny their desire to themselves. I'm guessing it's because of social stigma, the practical hurdles of a gay couple to have a biological kids, and maybe even because it's seen as uncool and unsexy to want to settle down and have a family. Sometimes I even feel jealous of women and their ability to get pregnant. Am I crazy? Am I the only one who wants biological kids so badly? Would love to hear your personal experiences on this. I can always trust your answers will be honest and heartfelt. XOXO fab. We have very different opinions about kids, so this will be interesting. We also got a similar question from Z, so um, thought this was a good one to answer. Um, I don't want kids. And I actually feel the opposite than, than you, fab who I can only assume is short for Fabio. Uh, I thought fabulous. Nope. So Fabio. Fabricio. Fa- so Fabrice. So bottle of Fabrice. <laughs> Interesting you should be talking to me when I'm not on acid. Spring fresh Fabrice. <laughs> I'm infertile because I swallowed spring fresh Fabrice. So I have a bone yep. to pick with you. Yeah. Um, so I don't want kids. And I actually feel the opposite in that I feel like being gay has given me the freedom to be more thoughtful about whether I want kids or not. Mm. I feel like, uh, before it was just like, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get a nine to five job. You're supposed to go to college. You're supposed to, um, get married to a woman and have kids. And that's just all those things are things you're supposed to do. So, um, you know, you, then when you're gay, well, first of all, what sucks is when everyone assumes you can't have kids, Mm. like, you know, your parents are like, Oh, like, I guess they like, they start to, well, like part of it's good. Cause then they just go to my brother and be like, when are you having kids? I'm like, <laughs> sucker. I don't know if he wants kids either, but, um, yeah, it's like, lets me rethink that. And I was like, I little, like when you really think about kids and the process of having them, yeah, it's like, I think life is about like pursuing your, your happiness, uh, as long as it also helps the happiness of others like you know or at least doesn't detract from it and just how does creating a little tiny being that then you have to spend all your time on help like i just don't that does that doesn't seem like it'd make me happy Mm. i just have this little thing that i resent and also with depression that seems horrible like this little kid probably needs shit from me i can barely like clean my place or like you know buy myself a meal and now i have to like give a baby a specific type of like i don't think it can eat a bag of m&ms for dinner yeah yeah i mean not if cps finds out but <laughs> it's true but, uh but you managed to take care of reynolds right yeah well he also like you can leave him alone and he's not dumb he's like probably smarter than most three-year-olds and yeah, I just, so for me, I actually feel the opposite that maybe some of your friends are actually more open to really thinking about whether they want kids or not. And that's why less people have, and I think more straight people need to be like, do we, should we really have kids? Is that a real thing that we should do? Or are we just doing it? Cause we have to. Yeah. 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 Do we really want kids or do we want 14 kids? Because <laughs> we're or from God only knows where we don't believe in condoms. Do you want to have kids? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, back back to that. <laughs> back, back to answering We're the question. <laughs> uh, kids. So I think that there's 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 two questions sort of sort of twined up in this, I think. One is like having kids at all or not. And then if you are on the side of wanting to have kids, is it weird to want your own mm. DNA, your own genetic children? Yeah. 
it's weird. I, I think that like if you have if you've ever been uh, around adopted kids or uh, families that have kids that were adopted in them, uh, they'll tell you that it doesn't matter mm-hmm. that that it um, you love them the same that they are uh, just as important. And those families would say that there is really no difference, or that we place too high a premium on genetic passing down your genes. Yeah, but I think. I don't know what it's like to adopt a kid to know what the difference is. And I, I don't know uh, if it's PC or not, I, but I, I think that wanting to have your own biological children, there's probably something to that, like evolutionarily speaking. Like, plus, I'm awesome. <laughs> My genes need to be passed down. Oh, pardon, like opposite for me. I'm like... These genes end here. I can commit to you, America. We don't like no more. That's so no more. sad. Talk I, about the ultimate self-loathing. I know. Well, that that's me. <laughs> da 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 da. Gayish. Next. <laughs> Sometimes I feel jealous of women and their ability to get pregnant. I don't think that's crazy. I feel like I felt like that growing up. Did you ever? Okay, I have a separate question related to this. Okay. Well, one, did you did you ever like? Think like, oh, that I wish I could get pregnant. No. Okay. Great. Next question. <laughs> like, but but like my ex-wife and I talked about having kids, and um that was one of my struggles about being married to a woman was that that's how you do that, and I want kids or wanted kids. So uh we had a pregnancy scare one like Christmas time. And I was kind of disappointed when it turned out that she wasn't pregnant. Mm-hmm. And um I also find that like I'm jealous of how easy it is. Like my brother knocked up his girlfriend and and like that's that's he has two wonderful sons. I like, I'm not, I'm not disparaging that at all. Um, and uncle Mike hates you (laughs) kid, but like they didn't have to try. They just like, like banged and kids happen. Yeah. They were going to fuck anyway. And then like you just do it the fun way and then kids come out. Yeah. Yeah. It does suck for people that want kids. Uh, when you're, in a same-sex couple to like it just sounds you're not you're never gonna have kids no matter how hard you try and we do try (laughs) really hard (laughs) there's a train of power bottoms right now (laughs) wrestling in a pile trying to have kids um okay did you ever growing up uh wish you were not not necessarily for the pregnancy part just like imagine yourself as a woman like having sex as a woman or having like someone putting something in your vagina yeah yeah you yeah i didn't know if that was like a normal thing i don't know if it's a normal thing or not either like um i wonder i don't i don't know i don't know how to go about this okay let's get let's do it together let's power bottom through it together well like i'm i'm really interested in trans guys like and it's uh uh something i've been struggling with like is it okay to be curious about that or interested or am i supposed to not care about what is going on in his pants just the fact that he's a dude should be enough regardless or like there are so many things that I don't know what the right answers are there or how I really feel about all of it. But I have thought, what must it be like to have a vagina? Because it's way easier for banging purposes like than, than a butt. Yeah. And it might be kind of awesome. Like, yeah, I just want to create vaginas <laughs> all over my body. I wonder if a doctor will give me just like knee vaginas and foot vaginas and just everybody. Vagina. 
<laughs> Vag- vaginal. Um, I lost. <laughs> now I'm thinking about body full of va- vaginese. Um, oh, I, so I think you know how you feel. You just don't want to admit it because it may be like non PC to admit. Wait, what do you mean? You said that you don't know what the right thing to say is, or you don't know how you feel about being into trans guys. But I think you do know how you feel. You just worry that admitting it is um, not the right thing to say or do. I recently saw a thread. I forget where it was. On the internet. It was on the internet. On the interwebs. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was these lesbians that were talking to each other. And this lesbian was saying that she didn't want to be with any trans women. That it's only vaginas for me. I support everybody's right to you know express themselves as the gender that they identify as and and but the the no vagina is a deal breaker and she was getting a lot of flack for that opinion and Mm. so i'm 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 afraid of of whether the opposite is also dangerous or bad oh i don't know like you know distinguishing between the like romantic you know, there's the romantic interest and the sexual interest that we have. Like for the sexual interest, like I'm really into dicks. <laughs> I don't know if that's an opinion I've expressed strongly enough, but just, <laughs> hey, hey, everybody, breaking news. I, I like dicks. Um, So like that's really important to me. Yeah. And so it's not to say that I wouldn't, if I was interested in someone romantically, that I wouldn't figure something out if I like, if there was a really strong relationship there, but like, if you asked me to describe who the next person is I'm dating, I would probably describe them with a dick. Just like the last person I dated, there are a lot of things that I expected that he would have that he didn't not like physically, but like, you know, I always for the longest time thought a college degree was really important. And I was like, Oh, I actually don't care if you have a, like idiots get college degrees all the time. Um, what I really care about is someone being passionate about something. So like, yeah. I bet that if I found someone that I was really interested in, maybe like we could have an open relationship where it's like, great, I could get to get all the dick I want. And like, you know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> dicks, dicks, dicks. <laughs> how many times someone tell us how many times I said dick this episode. Um, the next question, this is from fucking Dan. Ooh. Most embarrassing celebrity crush. We got to break this down a little bit. It's literally four words. What? How can we break this down? Most embarrassing? Like, I'm embarrassed about the fact... Like, I don't want people to know that I'm into this celebrity. Is that the, the implication there? Do you need the word embarrassed to find? I don't know what you're asking here. Embarrassed? You know when, like, you cover your mouth and go, ee That's embarrassed. Like, Nick Jonas is fucking hot. He is fucking hot. Yeah, but you proclaim that from the rooftop. Exactly. I'm not embarrassed about that. I just think he's fucking hot. So that's not embarrassing. But I feel like I should be embarrassed <laughs> by it. And, I, like, and <laughs> I don't think he's asking. Okay, man, that's a different question. <laughs> Who should you be embarrassed? This is like me and my music. Like, I like Fifth Harmony. And fuck you, they're amazing. I'm not embarrassed about that. I am embarrassed that I like um, uh, dumbass tits. Uh, what's her name? Kesha. You, <laughs> sir. Brittany. I will throw this wine in your face. No, you won't. You won't waste wine like that. Damn it, Mike. You know me too well. Um, Demi Lovato. I am embarrassed that I like her so much. Okay. She's just dumb. But you don't have a crush on her. You're just saying I'm like giving this, you the music, a, the music and, uh, like parallel. Yes. Yeah, okay. I've always said that my most embarrassing celebrity crush is Hillary Clinton. 
<laughs> you want to put it in her? No. <laughs> I just, I just want her to like take control and like pin me down because I feel like she'd like, she gets shit done, but like, she's also empathetic. So she'd like care about me while she was like doing me real nice. Yeah. You know, she'd be like assertive, but in a way that recognizes my boundaries and mm-hmm. I feel like she would probably cuddle for the right amount of time at the end and then mm-hmm. like, you know, pick her blue pantsuit off the ground and leave when she needed to. Like you are a complicated man, Kyle Getz. <sighs> you know, just this barefoot <laughs> rosé wine that I'm drinking just proves it. Oh, I'm also always embarrassed when I'm into cartoons. Really? Yeah, that's a little bit embarrassing. Is that a celebrity? Is that a cartoon celebrity? Yeah. Okay. I've decided. Which <laughs> which which cartoon then? Um, I mean, the most recent one is, uh, Archer. Archer. He's fucking hot. And like all the guys on there, they like have, even though, even like Cyril, who's supposed to be, you know, a little bit more, he's played by Chris Parnell. So I think he's supposed to be a little bit more, you know, pudgy or pudgy's not a good word. It's, he's just not supposed to be Archer in like a slab of hunk of bro meat. Um, but he still is hot. Like they have nice arms and they have like the little V thing and Krieger who's like fucking nutso scientist. Maybe I want to have an orgy with the Archer boys. Wow. Maybe that's the most embarrassing thing. Okay. I'd be interested to see what you looked like as an Archer character. Like if we could get them to like put you in the show somehow, that would be pretty fucking great. That would be incredible. Um, who do I have to blow? (laughs) (laughs) Can I, throw out a genre of celebrity for you that I think is your most embarrassing. Okay. I feel like you're always embarrassed when you're into guys that are like playing really like high school or like younger guys. Yeah. Colton Haynes. But he's, he's old enough now. And he's gay. Sit on my face, Colton Haynes. (laughs) We're, (laughs) we're putting a lot of things out there into the world right now, (laughs) hoping that those come back around onto our faces. Like I I, I was, I've been reading a lot of Oprah lately and I'm going to put it on my vision board. Yeah. 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 Time's up for Colton Haynes not to be sitting on my face. (laughs) We're wearing white. (laughs) It's a protest to Colton Haynes on your face. Uh, But I feel like, I don't know, like probably Justin Bieber and Zach Zach Efron. Efron. Um, Yeah, I feel like all like that genre, like the Teen Wolf guys, like I feel like that's your genre that you're always embarrassed about. Yeah, that's really true. Tyler Posey, who is is the lead lead guy on Teen Teen Wolf, super into him and definitely not just sharing that randomly at parties. Tyler Hecklin, however, also from Teen Wolf, fucking smoking hot and i want everyone to know it <laughs> there are levels to this it's like how many drinks do i have to have to admit i'm into tyler hecklin 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 no who's the other one tyler posey tyler posey yeah is that it have we embarrassed ourselves enough yeah not that embarrassing i mean at this point it's hard for us to say anything that'd be worse than anyway next it's you what was the first moment you looked at yourself and thought i'm gay Love the podcast. <laughs> Do you think that was the podcast writing to us? I don't know. Love the podcast. Yeah. The podcast has turned into a sentient being. Oh. And it's emailing us. Weird. Hey, podcast. Can you can you keep doing can, good things? Can you edit yourself? <laughs> <laughs> you considered editing yourself way better. The first moment I looked at myself and I thought, I'm gay. Uh, actually, uh, that's... 
it's a it's a hard question because I knew that I was gay well before I looked at myself in the mirror and said, "There's a gay person." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I feel like it's also one of those things that after you come out and you figure things out, then you look back and you're like, "Oh, that of course I was gay in like third grade or whatever." But at the time, you're like. I feel a weird feeling like what's this weird itch in the back of my brain? Like and you don't. So in retrospect, it, it might be as early as third grade, but you really didn't know. Then I feel like mine was when I knew I was going to come out. And that to me was, I knew enough that I was like, you know, that I was able to realize I was gay um, was the summer between my sophomore and junior year. Cause that's when I studied abroad and it, you know, had those her like, name. Spain? Is that... I made out with a girl during that trip. Yeah. You studied abroad. I get it. I'm going to have to drink more for you to be funny. Hold on. Oh, God. Not enough. Okay. Um, Dad jokes. Um, daddy jokes. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> You know, had a lot of these reflective moments where I was looking out on the water, eating a giant bag of candy, because mm. that was part of my routine. Um, I once, okay, side note, I once went into, like, in America, we will sell you literally anything you want. If you will pay money for it, we will let you buy it, like be, like food, oversized trucks, sodas that are... I went into a candy store in Spain and I got one bag for my chocolates and you know, like you don't want your, like the sour, like little dust particles to get on your chocolate thing. So I got another bag to put in my other candy. And they said, no, you can't do that. The store owner looked at me and went, Moss <laughs> in America. We never, like we would never judge you for getting, maybe someone should be telling me like, yeah, don't get that second bag of candy. You're cool. <laughs> anyway. So I was eating my candy thinking about it. And it was just like, you know, it was just like one of those moments where I was like, I need to come out. Like, this isn't changing. This is who I am. Yep. Huh. First time I actually said it out loud was to my roommate who I was hooking up with in college. And I was just was like crying. Good times. I mean, it's sad. Well, being gay is pretty sad. Wow. <laughs> I mean, in a, and then you get to the good part. It gets hang better. In, hang in there, everybody. It gets better. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Um, well, mine isn't a lot happier. I, I, I remember actually staring in the mirror and saying the words, I'm gay and I can't be, I'm not going to be. And you, you said that all of that out loud? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. my wife was on a business trip and, um, I just was really what? Wife was on a business trip. Oh, she's on a business trip and I like, I was having a lot of conflict internally about things at that stage and i was trying to give myself a pep talk about like i'm just going to keep it under control mm. so i was admitting it but that i wasn't i wasn't going to let it out i was just going to power through yeah i had that same thing um when i was growing up in wrestling just with uh religion because all my friends were religious i thought you meant wrestling like the sport i was <laughs> wrestling my religious friends great <laughs> to solve who's better baptists or catholics yeah who won me okay great i just killed them both so um it was fine um but i killed them by drowning them in holy water uh they're so stupid they thought they'd live um they, they went to heaven though they went to, uh heaven doesn't exist okay um i 
Sorry, well, Joseph. <laughs> I remember this is at the point then when I believed in Jesus and Christianity and all that shit. Um, and I thought to myself, like I, I would actually pray in my mind to God that he would change me. Yep. And like, that was just about every night for, I can't even remember how long. I think that was probably in junior high that I would just pray that he would change me. Yeah. That's all I prayed for. Yep. And he didn't. And here I am. Gay. Uh, gay. <laughs> Still gay. Okay. Let's get into something more uh, lighthearted. I own a company that specializes in making mermaid tails. Wow. You didn't expect this, did you, nope. dear listener? Chocolate buttholes and mermaid tails. <laughs> you heard it here. Um, I have been on magazines, national television. I do charity work and so much more. Just tossing that. Okay. Um, yet people still seem initially interested, but they later express concern, disgust for it. I've never really fit in with gay community as I'm 25, have had a six-year relationship, uh, don't drink or do drugs, nor club, but now my career makes me stick out too. Ha ha, it drives me. (laughs) 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 Ha ha, it's like, let me say this really deep personal thing and then just laugh after. Ha ha ha. Yeah, I should have said that with a little bit more. Ha ha, it drives me crazy. Um, Brittany Spears gets it. Um, because I have quite possibly the gayest job on the planet. I love what I do and no man will ever change that. But seriously, why does my job turn people away? Well, I, oh, this is from Matthew. Yeah. Well, Matthew, I suggest. Cause it's fucking weird. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Hmm. I feel like part of it is you have to embrace, like, it's a little weird. Like uh-huh. it's, it's different. It's like not the. I mean, you said people are usually initially interested. Like, yeah, because it's different. It's weird. You do a weird thing. That's awesome. That's cool. Good for you for doing a weird thing. And so, like, yeah, doing a normal thing is so boring. So, yeah, just embrace that you do do a weird thing. Also, you need to do more drugs. Like, (laughs) you said you don't do drugs. Man, you'll get so much friends on ecstasy. (laughs) God, don't cut all of this like you just <laughs> i can't tell him to do we can't tell people to do ecstasy just enough god don't do 12 ecstasies okay <laughs> is that how they're measured <laughs> I have no idea. they come in an egg carton <laughs> oh yeah ecstasies Ex- <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ um uh yeah so i i think that like there is something about the human psyche that really uh i i think reacts to people trying to change themselves change who they fundamentally are like in a way when people say oh being gay must be a choice they're like protecting themselves in a way by 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 thinking that or or saying that and so the idea that you could pretend to not be human that you have that you're a mermaid that you are an alien that you're a robot that you're a a a furry like whatever it is uh, there's a certain kind of person out there in the world that just really reacts negatively to that. That like you are what you are. You can't fucking change it. So stop trying to. I'm not one of those people. I think it's fantastic. Go for it. But <laughs> I also, yeah, I think like, man, I feel like I have two different worlds. I have like my business community and they're all my friends that have their nine to five jobs and went to business school. And, you know, like, and then I also have the artist community and there are people that, um, 
you know, are trying to write their first novel or have published their first novel and, or are making films and, and like, man, I think you need more artist friends because like mm, yeah. that group of people don't, doesn't give a shit. Like they won't judge you from like, they're like, Oh, you do a cool special thing that also makes you money at a, like as a business. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, yeah, go to get into some artist communities. I also think, I, I don't think that was explicitly stated in the question, but is the, if the idea is why does it turn men off, like people who are interested in you romantically who then find out that you're doing this mermaid thing and so they they then like ghost on you or friend zone you or whatever, why is that? And it's probably misogyny. I, that's just a guess. Well, like, it depends on if he's like walking around with his mermaid's gear on. Like, you know, is his grinder profile picture like Ariel style, like clam boobs, red hair. Then I'm confused. Why? Are you, wait, are you, you're saying it is misogyny or it's not misogyny? I'm saying. It's oh, mi- I didn't it's... answer that. I said my own thing. Oh, okay. I'm saying it's misogyny. Hmm. That mermaids are female and therefore by doing them, you're, that's a female trait. And there's all this toxic masculinity in the gay community that says that being femme is bad and, and that you're unfortunately bearing the brunt of that. And it's all bullshit. But there's somebody out there who would not only not care, they would be super into it. And you, you just need to wait for your Prince Charming, I think. I hate that advice so much. Yeah? I think, well, part of it. I was like with you for like... I hate you. <laughs> I may not be your Prince Charming, Mike. I'm going to give you a little spoiler. Um, Yeah, well, like, okay. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, yeah, there is something that, I don't know, like, there's plenty of femme, more femme acting guys that like, Score, are you super ugly? No, I can't. How big's your dick? <laughs> uh, do you do double penetration? Yeah. <laughs> it buys you at least two friends. Um, yeah, I think, well, the just the part that I reacted negatively was like, uh, wait for your prince charming. Because I think like we teach people like, there'll be this perfect person that'll sweep your uh, feet and that's dumb because there's no perfect person. Yeah, yeah. You have to you have to be on the lookout. You can't like you can't just sit in your living room and Mr. Perfect's going to show up. Yeah, wait for your prince. Moderately polite. Don't settle unless you need to. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah. Okay. This is from Justin on our Facebook group. I'm a newer listener, but I've been catching up while on my way to work and at the gym, which leads to me laughing while on machines and people staring. (laughs) And while this may have been brought up before, I'm curious as to how the podcast has affected your lives. Dating, social, daily life. Just curious. Sorry if it may have already been asked. First of all, never say you're sorry. I learned that from Demi Lovato, who I'm embarrassed to listen to. I'm sorry (laughs) about a lot of things. (laughs) Um, I, okay. One thing that's weird for me, people will walk up to me and given I've shared so much and some, like so many personal things about myself, people walk up and just think they can tell me their shit Yeah, and they don't know that like, I don't know how I do this or podcast because I don't like, I'm a generally a very closed off person. I think it's helped to do this. Um, but I don't talk to people about shit. Like it, it, and so when people come up and start telling me their personal things, I get very uncomfortable. And like, I think people expect me to be like, you put the nearest thing in your mouth. I do. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you don't give them that 
answer to I'm just saying if a fan wants a blowjob. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. anything for a fan. <laughs> <laughs> um it like yeah, I get super uncomfortable and I don't know how to react cuz like I don't know you. I, I like I get what it's like to have, you know, people that live in your ears and you feel like you know them but like I don't know you and I don't talk to people I don't know about this. I barely talk to my best friends or family about like this kind of shit. So like that's weird. Um Yeah. But um but it's also been awesome to well, I mean, one, just like for me, just to practice getting this kind of stuff out there and then having people be so supportive of it. Um, it's It's been really amazing to have people that kind of like, you know, almost community or validation or like acceptance of me being vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. It's good therapy. Doing yeah. This is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I think um, as far as like how it's affected our lives, like... Basically, Kyle and I don't have a friendship anymore because we just talk about the podcast all the time. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Anytime like we hang out outside the podcast, we'll be like, so have podcast. you seen this thing that someone posted or like check our gonna... numbers, check our numbers. <laughs> have, 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 ooh, tens of people listening right now. <laughs> Got up to 11 one day. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, We probably know the shit out of our friends. Yeah. I think we do. <laughs> and we talk about the podcast yeah right <laughs> um we've done a pretty good job i think of like not having it ruin our other relationships <laughs> just our own <laughs> great um i definitely this has been such an awesome experience it really has been uh, just the community that's being built up around it it's the highlight of my week usually to sit down and record me too except for today Except for today? No, that's fine. Keep going. Okay. Nothing wrong. Everything's good here. Great. <laughs> I I feel like we're doing something important. Like, I feel like I'm part of something that's bigger than us, even though arguably weren't. it's not, because it is uh, us. Yeah. But I, I don't know if that makes any sense at all. Yeah. I mean, it does to me. Yeah. Um, doesn't to you, because you don't have a podcast. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> So you're supposed to be the one that yells them. It's it's well in a di- I'm well you are you're just saying the good things and I'm talking about how uncomfortable I am in my life. So I don't know what that says, but um, like if I date someone or hook up with someone and talk to them about the podcast, like I, I will intentionally not mention the name and then they may ask about it and then I'm like, oh, this is too soon for you to know all my shit. Yeah, like I don't know. That's like so dating. It's weird because it's an important thing I do, but I also don't necessarily want them to like go through and listen to me talking about all my depression. Yeah, but why not? Like, if they if they listen to all that stuff and they still want to date you, <laughs> fucking a. Can give them like a homework assignment. <laughs> you have about fifty hours of gayish to listen to. <laughs> Get back at me if you're still into me. Oh God. Yeah, but no, but it's been awesome. Um, yeah, Mike and I really enjoy it. We want to, we like it enough that we want to do more podcasts, so. Yep, and quit our jobs. Uh, I really, really hope that the podcast gets one or both of us laid at some point. Like, I'm worried about the reverse, that someone's like, laters, because they hear that I'm fucked up. What do you, how do oh. you think this is going to get us laid? No, I mean like like walk into a bar somewhere, probably Seattle because it's where we are and a lot of our listeners are, and get to talking to somebody and then say, "Oh, I have a podcast or whatever," and then they say, "Oh, which one?" And you say, "Gayish." She's like, "Wait, 
you're one of the hosts on Gayish, and then have them totally want to fuck them. You want to build up a sexy, sexy following. Well, I just, I just want to get laid because of the podcast. That's like, is that so much to ask? <laughs> I, we're going to create another group called Sexy Gayish Podcast. <laughs> we have some hot Facebook group members. Hey, members. Yeah. We've been looking at you. Hey, members, show us your members. We see <laughs> We see you. So also on our Facebook group, uh, this guy named Murph. He sounds dumb. <laughs> wrote in, as a straight man, how long should it take before I may make a friendly or sarcastic remark to my gay friend or brother and not have a negative response asking for a friend? <laughs> That's a good question because it's hard to read when, like, Especially for okay, Murph is your brother. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it's hard to communicate to a brand new person how super down he is with gay people. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Murph's like put the tip in his mouth just like once just to try it out? No. I mean, no. maybe his own, but like. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be more grossed out. That was a weird answer. Um <laughs> Yeah, he's super down. So, like, it'd be hard to communicate to a gay person. It's weird to say to a gay person, like, hey, I, I'm i good. We're good. Yeah. Also, let me make this fag joke. Like, it's yeah. you know, it's hard to, like, say that. So, I feel like a good rule of thumb is um, the, the safest thing to do is, like, when they make one. Nope, yeah. that's not a safe rule of thumb because people can joke about their own. I feel like you kind of know when it's right to make, like, what kind of jokes you tell like outside of being gay or what kind of things you talk about, do you, you know, make jokes about, you know, do they make jokes about gay people or joke about themselves being gay or talk about that? Or I don't know. I feel like it's just one of those things you just like sense when it's the right time. It's like, I think, I think you, you, you said a, a great phrase. It, you just sense when it's time. Um, it, it's all about the kind of relationship that you have with that person. Right. Like, I, as a gay person, I'm totally on down with gay people. Like <laughs> I'm totally fine with gay people. <laughs> but the instant that I find out that somebody's gay, I'm not going to be like, "Hey, what's up, homo?" Like, <laughs> sup, queer? Yeah. I mean, I would save that for I, 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 I say I do. I have shitty jokes for people like you, Kyle. Oh, thanks. <clears throat> no. Um, uh, it's all about the kind of relationship that you have with that person. Yeah. And you just have to know, based on that like do you talk about sensitive things with that person in general like would you be comfortable talking to that person about the chick you banged last night if you have that kind of a intimacy with that person then it's probably okay to talk about the fact that they're gay here's what you do <clears throat> yeah what you do is right before you go to say your joke grab their package just full <laughs> full cup their package and then say your joke i guarantee they're not going to be offended by the joke right, right. they're going to be really way focused on other things the joke's going to go down real smooth <laughs> you may be fired from your job or have some kind of lawsuit come against you because you uh package grabber. assaulted them yeah but the joke's going to be fine um i for me when my when my family made started making jokes, which is only recently, uh, started making jokes about being gay, 
oh, that was the best thing because that's the relationship we had before. So yeah, back to like, it was all about the relationship. It was more weird that they didn't make those jokes. Like, is gay the one subject that you can't make jokes about? Yeah. And if so, that's weird yeah. and uncomfortable. So actually it was better when they did make the jokes. I think so too. It shows comfort and familiarity and and the other thing is just ask. No, that's so dumb. I mean, that's, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to. Sorry. <laughs> that was stupid, Mike. No, I. you're not going to be like, I know that's the therapy thing to do, but I feel like some therapy things don't translate into real life. And you're not going to be like, hey, Chadwick, I know you're super gay, but like. Because your name's Chadwick. You're, you're obviously super gay. I don't know you that well, but your name's Chadwick McGregor. Can I joke about being gay? You being gay? Like, you're not going to do that. I just... Yeah, you should feel pretty bad about that thing you said. No, I stand by it. I know. It's because you would be really uncomfortable asking that question and being asked that question, right? But that doesn't mean that the question itself is bad. Like, a hey, I like to make gay jokes sometimes because I think they're fucking hilarious. No, you can't. Don't do that. Is that okay with you? No, don't do that. We're getting into horrible advice territory. Why not? Why? 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 it's just dumb and bad (laughs) this is what i know that you don't have a good argument because you just devolve into it's dumb no in general in my life i try to not be dumb that's not true at all (laughs) okay no i just think that's a weird like you i think it goes back to your like even to get to that question i love making gay jokes like you're not you're you have to feel out the relationship okay okay don't say it exactly that way i i'm i'm not like (sighs) fine are we back to the package grabbing Scrap their package. I think that that's that's especially if you're a straight dude and it's a gay guy that you're like wanting to test the waters with. Just yeah, gra- like grab his package. Everyone will be fine. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, last question. Last question. So uh, my fraternity brother Dylan wrote in, uh, and it, it's like six paragraphs of shit. So I'm just gonna boil it down. <laughs> to... Hey, Dylan. <laughs> uh, so. He asked a lot of really great, great questions, actually, about about consent and um, power dynamics, and uh, uh, I, I I think that we we either have gone into some of that or we will eventually. But uh, we only go into it with consent. <laughs> but he says, "I bought a Subaru back in April when I totally <laughs> identified as straight and only did straight things sexually. I mean, then boom, fast forward three months and I have a boyfriend and definitely did gay things." Does Subaru market to gay people or does Subaru make you gay? That's a good question. Good question, Dylan. Dylan, question. Are you a lesbian? (laughs) I don't know you that well. (laughs) Drives a Subaru, likes to go hiking. Yeah. Has a female boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) You might be a lesbian. You might be a lesbian, Dylan. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I think the chances that your car made you want to bang dudes is pretty, pretty low, but I'm not going to say it's zero. I mean, did you see that porn Herbie fully loaded? <laughs> <laughs> you said load. <laughs> Tell that to Herb, Herbie, <laughs> Herbie, Lindsay Lohan. I forget. Um, you, it's, I think, I think Subarus might have the same kind of Herbie power. 
Yeah, no, your car is definitely making you gay. I would suggest giving it to the nearest lesbian and apologizing to her. Are we now just answering our own questions? Yeah. Oh. Ooh, do you have any other questions? Um. Ooh, who? Who? Is there? Is there an episode you regret? Is there an episode I regret? Um. This one. Doing this one. I'm gonna say the first 49 of them <laughs> give or take <laughs> potentially give or take so maybe like 53 of them you're already anticipating the next few will regret as well uh, Fair. Uh, do, do i regret an episode no i really don't i don't and i, I think that one of the big differences in our personalities actually is that i i give far fewer shits about what people think or oh my feel, god or this is one of the things that makes us a good <laughs> pairing because like I immediately thought of episode two where I accidentally recorded on my Mac instead of recording through the microphone and it sounds like shit. I regret that one. Okay. But not because of the episode. There's a technical issue. Yeah. Do you want to take a break? Should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Break, 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 are we back we're back who wrote that question in are we back <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes yes we're back we're back <laughs> <clears throat> um we're gonna do our gay and straightest but first Ooh, i'm getting drunk slurs our website is gayishpodcast.com our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at at gayishpodcast you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash gayish podcast. And you can leave us a text message or a voicemail on our hotline, which is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. Awesome. You love that stuff. I know everyone listens to all that part of it and you didn't skip. Thank you. Okay. Let's do our gayest and straightest. Let's do our gayest and straightest. So, hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. What's the gayest thing about you this week? Oh my God, that's a good question for our question and answer episode. I know, right? Um, so the gayest thing about me is uh, we uh, went on a vacation with some of our friends and our lovely gay couple friends, Tom and Keegan, um, brought a lot of groceries. I opened the fridge and saw a box of rosé and I did, you talked about this, like the gay gasp. You think yours was yeah. about soccer players the other yeah. day? I did that same gay gasp <laughs> over Rosé. And I was like, <gasps> I was like so excited. I didn't know it was in there. And then it was. And I got to have some Rosé. Oh, box of Rosé. box of Rosé. I didn't know it came in boxes. Uh, so uh, the straightest thing about me is. Wait, no, wait. Oh. What's the straightest thing about you this week? Oh, great question, Mike. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Barbara. Um, the strangest thing about me is I went to UT and that means that whenever people find out I went to UT, they talk to me about sports. Um, you're doing the wrong hand sign. It is these two fingers. How about Hook this him. one? Well, <laughs> that's the right one for what you mean, but it's not nice. Actually, this, the hook'em hand sign in Spain means the devil no something about like wanting to fuck your mom or something not great we all did it at a picture when we were standing in like in the on the street in spain and the like the spanish teacher was like don't stop it <laughs> <laughs> no. like imagine a bunch of like 
I don't know, someone not from this, like from the U.S., like coming into Seattle, and everyone's just flipping the camera off. Actually, that'd be kind of cool. I don't know yeah. the problem. Anyway, we're used to hang out with Japanese exchange students, and they are not shy about pointing at things with their middle finger. Oh, uh, and like that's one of the ones that we have to like correct pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so because I went to UT, everyone brings up sports to me because they assume I know about or care about sports. So I wrote down, <laughs> I was emailing with a client at work, figured out I went to UT, and I wrote down what he said to me in over email. Now that they've got some good football and hoops coaches, Herman and Shaka Smart, let's see if they can turn some stuff around. I don't, that sentence doesn't mean anything. Like, I don't, who, I don't know who, <laughs> Herman Melville? I don't know. Is he part of a, I don't like who's why is Moby Dick? Why is Shaka why is Shaka so smart? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. (laughs) We're turning something around. That I guess that means we're doing bad. Turn the beat around. Ah, okay. That like there. Yes, there's so many options of what this is, and none (laughs) of them are right. And like as he sent me this email, I have open Selena Gomez YouTube video of the one with just her lips, and it's like, like just. You know, the comparison of my life of like... And that wasn't your gaze. (laughs) It's... She's just like a beautiful person inside and out. I get it. And I love her. I get it. And yeah, so like I... I never like reply to people and say like, ha ha, what are you talking about? I don't get... Like I just ignore that part and keep going. (laughs) And it worked. So I... I guess... I don't know. I'm I'm like trying to pass this straight. I don't know what I'm doing, but it's not answering that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. What's your gayest moment? Uh, so the gayest thing about me this week, actually, uh, going to do some shameless self-promotion. I am mm. uh, I'm going to be playing the piano and or singing uh, and agreed to do that. Basically, there's a bunch of queers and they all want to sing show tunes. And they're like, hey, Mike, would you come play the <laughs> piano for us so we can sing show tunes at this wine bar? And I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Why not? Yeah. That's the gayest thing about me. But uh, we're going to be at the Tasting Room, which is a wine bar in Pike Place Market here in downtown Seattle on February the 21st from 5 to 8. So if you want to meet Mike, help him fulfill one of his fantasies of sleeping with one of you, <laughs> and maybe sing some show tunes while you're blowing him, come on down to the Tasting Room. Pants optional. <laughs> Dick required. Yeah. Ah, shit. No, I just, that was very trans-exclusionary. I mean, there's a dick required for you. Yeah. Okay. Mike, anybody, come on in his butt. Okay. Uh, uh, Mike. Yeah. Wouldn't it be oh. great if I threw out like just a random question right now? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's the capital of the moon? The capital of the moon is Liechtenstein. Huh. I had no idea that they were overseeing both. Okay. Um. <laughs> What's the straightest thing about you this week? Uh, the straightest thing about me this week is that apparently not knowing what who Divine the Drag Queen is. Like, okay, fair. We, like, Neither of us passed that test. We, like our gay card was revoked on multiple levels because we didn't know who Divine was. Um, what? I thought it was just the one level. What? What's... Those fuckers over the X-ray, X-rated movies? Yeah. What are the levels to it, though? Other than who the fuck is she? Uh, apparently, she's a big fucking deal, and okay. John Waters is like responsible for her. And like, there's this one picture where it's like it looks like Ursula, and you're like, oh my god. I did look her up after we got slightly berated over Twitter about not knowing who she's, and she does look a lot like Ursula. 
Yeah. Did you just say that she's John Waters? John Waters is divine? No, but he's responsible for her. He did the movie. Got it. He's yeah. he's divine. It's her his drag persona. I get it. Great. <laughs> I love that we can just make shit up. Yeah. It's the Hey everybody, get a podcast. <coughs> you can make shit up and only half of you will care. Yep. Yeah. You could piss off dozens of people at a time. <laughs> uh yeah, so that's it. That's it. A uh, special thank you as always to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. And thank you to everyone who submitted a question. Uh, we had fun answering them. Hopefully you had fun listening to our talking through your ear holes. Yeah, you can look forward to another question and answer episode for our 100th episode because we're going to do these every 50 episodes. So think of some good shit next time. You have... <laughs> be better. Be better. <laughs> you have 50 weeks to get your shit together. Also, Kyle. Yeah? Thank you for doing 50 episodes of gayish with me yeah you're welcome uh this is when my claws kicks in i don't know i have some weird bonus payout structure that we'll have to review after this yeah well i we, we can only pay you in skittles <laughs> deal <laughs> deal no okay thank you for doing 50 episodes it's been a lot of fun i can't believe it's been 50 episodes it's pretty fucking weird yeah yeah great life <laughs> what is it where where are we uh <laughs> we're done uh, so that's it. This has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Be unicorn. Be unicorn. Or question style. Be unicorn. Be you. Be unisex. Be you. Be whatever you want. We'll sing. And by the way. Unique. Unique. There we go. Here, or you need to bring. <laughs> oh, P.S. I'm gay. Hey guys, turn your volume down. <laughs> like everyone, stop listening. Stop. Skip ahead <laughs> five minutes. Mike and I have some personal things to discuss. Don't, and don't eavesdrop. Don't. Hey, <laughs> rude. <laughs>